Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ends with Z. I'm Juan Fernandez along with Cecile Munoz. And Cecile, you already feel it outside. Things are cooling down. We are sliding into the holidays. I mean, they're what? The end of the year is less than eight weeks away, more or less. I am both really excited that we're going into the holidays and the end of 2020 is coming near, but it's also um, makes me a little sad that so much that we wanted to do this year we didn't get to do and we are coming up on the holidays. I've always felt that Halloween was almost the unofficial kick start to the holidays and Mm -hmm. that's just going to be very different this year. And we always say it, once Halloween goes by, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. We go into Christmas, Hanukkah. New year and boom, it's a new year. And we've been in this pandemic now since March and we've mm-hmm. already missed 4th of July, Memorial Day, uh, back to school for kids, yes. so many things. And we're constantly reimagining our new happiness, our new now, um, every step of the way. And looking ahead, I really don't even see when things are going to start looking up. Yeah, I know. And I think that that can be really hard on people. I think mm-hmm. it could be really hard emotionally, especially I would imagine on, on parents. Yeah, no doubt, Cecile. Uh, Parents, um, extended family members, uncles, Mm -hmm. aunts, grandmothers. Uh, This last Sunday was my nephew's birthday. Normally, the family would get together. This time around, my sister had to Mm reimagine what a 14-year-old's birthday party would look like. And it was basically two of his friends. Uh, They went to a restaurant where they were able to socially distance. They all had their masks on until they were ready to eat. And my nephew was satisfied with that. He was okay with that. But Normally, it would have been a whole different thing. They would have gone to play video games. Mm-hmm. They would have gone to an arcade or something like that, and um, not this time around. And I know in years past, you actually go to Florida to yeah. be with your family, I'm and, surprised and you can't do that. For that. Mm-hmm. that must be really hard. And and it is, uh, as you said, it's really hard for extended family. I have a great nephew that I haven't even met because he was born mm. in, in May. And so I have to satisfy myself with, with pictures and, and video chats. And I think that this gives us an opportunity to really reimagine the holidays and mm-hmm. reimagine the aspects of the holidays as to what's important and how we can make it special. I know for Halloween, for me, uh, we've had so many big parties over the years. I used to love to create a, a spooky house and a scary house mm-hmm. and nothing gave me more pleasure than giving out mountains of candy to kids that came to the door and watching a horrified look on the parents from the fact that I was giving them handfuls of the big candy I buy the oh, big yeah. chocolate bars the full size bars, the full size <laughs> bars. yeah and, and it I know it's a reaction growing up a poor kid and you know waiting all year for Halloween so we could have oh, stacks yeah. of candy that we could never afford to buy and that was something that I really look forward to now I was thinking about this this weekend how would I react to a bunch of kids coming to my house that would freak me out that would stress me out kids equal germs and And you would be concerned of maybe passing something along to a child exactly Um, exactly so and the thought of kids not that they're doing that because it's not actually allowed in LA County but the thought of kids having to go home and and wash their candy to make sure that they're not getting a virus that's just not something that's that's fun so Mm -hmm. I was thinking well how can I think about the holidays what can I say to to friends and family who ask because I also used to do a carnival my house back home in Arizona where I invited for free kids of parents who are in the military kids from special need homes Mm -hmm. and my family and I would put together this old-fashioned carnival Mm. on my property and 
feed them and give them candy and create old-fashioned games, and that gave me so much fun. I used to have about 200 people in my backyard. Well, of course that can't happen either. So I thought, what can we do? How can we think about the holidays in a way that takes away some of the sadness Mm -hmm. and allows us to reimagine? And the the first thing I thought about, uh, and I read this really interesting article that said, stop thinking of what you do Mm -hmm. and start thinking of why you do it. Okay. Why are the holidays important to you? What right. are some of the things that you and your family do that makes them special? And mm-hmm. can you let those come out more importantly or perhaps create special activities or special things that we do to make this holiday very unique and very special because of what we're living through? Yeah, going going back for myself, just going back to uh, Miami for the holidays, we would have mm-hmm. a little routine where we'd go. Uh, take a family photo somewhere with some sort of holiday yeah. uh, display behind us and and go to different restaurants or different places. Just little mini traditions that we had started mm-hmm. uh, doing, especially since I live um, in another state from the rest of my family. And this time around, I've just, just told myself I'm going back just to see my family because I haven't seen them since uh, last year. They were supposed to come visit me uh, this March, and we all know what happened in March. All that changed, so we're constantly reimagining our happiness and we really do have to take control of that right yes i mean if we don't we can fall into a very deep dark well of of sadness and by reimagining small things i'm just happy i'm going home yeah and i'll just have to make sure that i'm well protected mask um, make sure that um, i wipe down my seat even though now they say planes are very safe to uh travel in but for me it's not the what you were just saying, it's not, um, it's why I'm doing it. It's exactly. why I'm going back. And it's just to see my family. Exactly. Yeah. And so for me, because you know that I'm a perfectionist and whenever I entertain people, I, uh, for for those of our listeners who know who Martha Stewart is, I'm like, like a frustrated Martha Stewart. Yeah. Everything has to be perfect. The flowers, the, the, the table, the way it's set, mm-hmm. the decorations, everything. And yeah, that puts a lot of pressure on on me. And and we know that women tend to suffer more stress during the holidays Mm -hmm. than men because typically it falls on a woman's shoulders or on a mom's shoulders to to make the house beautiful, to plan the meals and all the million other activities that go into putting pulling the holidays off. So for me, the first thing I thought that would be um, a good adjustment for me to make is to not think about making a perfect holiday because that is technically impossible, right? right? We can't gather, Mm -hmm. we can't bring all our friends together. But think of maybe, instead of focusing on making food really delicious and making the house look really beautiful, focus on how I'm going to create opportunities to spend time with a very small groups of people Mm -hmm. or one-on-one with individuals that I really love in a way that is safe from a a virus perspective. And then focus on really connecting, really having conversations that are meaningful versus conversations where we get to complain about how crazy the mall is or how long the line (laughs) was at the grocery store or, you know, how you're bringing 100 people to your house. But focus on not complaining about the craziness that takes into place preparing Mm -hmm. for the holidays, but focus on having conversations about how much we miss each other mm-hmm. and how much we value each other. Because yeah, the, tr- the true hope is that things are going to be better next year. Of course. We'll get back to the Halloweens of past and mm-hmm. Thanksgivings of, of past and 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 whatnot. And as our executive producer, uh, Sean Moe, was telling us, you know, this is that one year, 2020, will be the one year you'll never forget. Correct. Um, the Thanksgiving where 
This year, you maybe uh, just bought a, a breast of chicken instead of, a, I mean, a breast of turkey instead yes. of a whole turkey. Or maybe the, just chicken, and it's right? maybe just two or three of you um, in the home, and it's not an extended family thing. I know some, some families are already talking about doing Zoom and Skype mm-hmm. sort of Thanksgivings where everybody's in their individual home, but they're mm-hmm. all eating at the same time. So they're also reimagining um, what they're going to be doing in, in just a few weeks. Yes, and, and again, if we focus on not what we're eating and what the house looks like, but who mm-hmm. we're able to connect with, how we're all still here, yeah. how we're able to to celebrate the fact that we can have whatever we're going to eat. That, I think, in of itself is a real gift because so many people are suffering because we've lived under so much stress and so much uncertainty, and we're still living through uncertainty. I also think that it is a wonderful opportunity. I think it's a really important opportunity to give back, to really Mm -hmm. give back, to really stop and think about, if we're just focusing on Thanksgiving, what are we thankful for? And we can apply the same thing to Halloween, is to, to say, well, since for me, when I go to home, uh, back home to Arizona, I and my sisters do Thanksgiving for our entire family and very close friends who are family, which mm-hmm. means I have between 75 to sometimes even 100 people wow. over for Thanksgiving. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people. We lot do of mouths to feed. We do five turkeys. We, I mean, it is a lot of people. It is so much fun. I live for it. It is exhausting. It is. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, mm-hmm. but I love it. And one thing that they always complain about is they say, which you guys can agree with, you never sit down for more than 30 seconds. Yeah, you never do. Yeah, Mm. but that's how I am. And I thought, well, this time I'm actually going to have the opportunity to sit down. I may not be happy about it, but I might not be even able to Mm. sit down with them. And so now that they will have my undivided attention and I theirs, what could we talk about? What could we share? Mm-hmm. What what could we laugh about? And I'm choosing to be positive about that. And but because I still love to cook and I love the process of those meals, I'm going to choose this time to find needy families. Mm-hmm. And instead of making the five turkeys for my family, maybe I'll buy meals for ten people or mm-hmm. twenty families and donate them. That's I, your plan this year. That's my plan mm-hmm. this year to find families that are been heavily affected by the crisis that I can help, that I can deliver a basket of, of, of delicious food for them to enjoy and let that be my memorable tradition for this year of how many people can I help mm-hmm. because I can't gather with my family. Where can my love and my compassion mm-hmm. reach this year? Yeah, and let's not forget not only families in need, but friends that might be yes. in need who are living alone, who may yes. not have a family nearby, who can't travel this year, who uh, may be spending Thanksgiving alone, maybe a phone call, a text, or or as you said, just drop off a, a plate of food. That might be something yeah. you could do and, and still stay within the uh, norms of um, social distancing and, and whatnot. Correct. And then I also read that what some people are doing for Halloween, mm-hmm. they're um, being very, very careful and creating this little mini bags of, of candy mm-hmm. and they're leaving them up in front of their house. So if kids want to drive by and grab a bag of candy, that's also something that they can do. And I thought, well, that's really interesting. How can I give candy or treats or maybe a candy plus a toy uh, to kids for Halloween that won't be mm-hmm. able to trick or treat. And we know that there's a lot of people living in, in shelters that have lost their homes or have been forced out of their homes because mm-hmm. they lost their jobs. Why not drop off a whole bunch of goodie bags with a toy and a candy 
to the shelters for those children and those families who are there. How, mm-hmm. how much joy can we bring to people that need to hear that they matter to others? Those are such great ideas to see. I do know some of my coworkers were telling me, even though they're not going to be doing um, trick-or-treating, they do have young children who want to wear their costume. Mm-hmm. So they're just going to wait earlier in the day and they're just going to walk around the neighborhood Aww. on the sidewalk, of course, with masks on. Uh, but so that the kids feel like they are being paraded around in their costumes. So if your idea of leaving candy out that's been selected by you and you mm-hmm. know it's safe, that they could just grab and go, that would be great. They don't have to come to the front door. And both sides of the equation, you feel safe. So that's that's a really great idea. Yeah, I and I've been really thinking about this. And for me, I'll tell you, Juan, and you know me for a long time, mm-hmm. and I think you know that this is true. For me, I get such incredible pleasure at the process of giving at the process of showing kindness to others Mm -hmm. that just thinking about well what else could I do how else could I help how else can I give back it actually starts the the maybe the endorphins pumping inside me making me happy to not think about what I'm missing and start thinking about what can I create. And I think mm-hmm. that's something that all of us can do, whether we have a dollar to give or a thousand dollars to give. All of us can think about what act of kindness um, can we give. And think of it, we love certain movies for the holidays, right? The mm-hmm. Miracle on 40, is it 42nd Street? 42nd Street. 42nd Street. 34th Street. Thir- one of those streets. <laughs> one of those streets. One of those streets. But we all love it because it's <laughs> kindness and giving and goodness, right? right? We all have that opportunity to do that this year. Mm-hmm. We have the opportunity to not focus so much on ourselves and focus what we can do for each other. Well, something one of my coworkers also did, Cecile, uh, she's a grandmother of two young kids. She hasn't seen her kids because her daughter is very, very strict about who mm-hmm. can see her kids and who can enter their bubble. So she went out to the dollar store, something very simple, bought little backpacks that are Halloween themed and she filled them with candy, she filled them with toys, and she was able to deliver that last Sunday um, to her grandchildren. What a great idea. She said that that she absolutely, they loved it. She loved the response that she got and she basically started something new. She never did this before because she spent Halloween with her grandkids. She adjusted and she got a lot of joy out of that. What a creative way. And I think that that's what I find exciting, uh, Mm -hmm. that I can let my creative juices just flow and Mm -hmm. think about, well, instead of going on autopilot, instead of just, we all have our own rituals for every holiday, the things that we do, the decorations that we put out. Who makes what? Who who makes what? Yeah, what we expect. We even anticipate the dreadful conversations we're going to have at Thanksgiving with mm-hmm. certain family members. We all have that crazy well, uncle. Uncle George <laughs> is going to bring exactly. up this year at the dinner table. Exactly, right? exactly. So if none of that is going to happen and we have a clean slate mm-hmm. of what we make happen, mm-hmm. it might not be ideal and it certainly, God I hope, is not what we're probably going to do next year. But if we have a clean say, slate, what new traditions can we start? What new things, what new ways and... Above all, what new attitude can we choose to have mm-hmm. about how we approach the holidays? Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that maybe coming up with new recipes or right. a new way of, like your friend who delivered candy, what a smart idea. The kids have a new backpack that is fun exactly. that grandma gave mm-hmm. them, and it, hopefully it wasn't filled all the way to the top with, with candy. And so it's a whole different thing that makes a very challenging event 
have a more special feel to it. Yeah, Grandma was definitely uh, very proud of that, and so was her daughter because there was no contact yes. involved, right? Yes. Everybody respected each other's wishes, but still Grandma got a lot of joy mm -hmm. um, uh, being able to provide something for her grandchildren. Yes, and so when I think about how, uh, when I think about uh, Thanksgiving, um, mm -hmm. that's probably the one that gives me the most challenge because I so look forward to getting all my friends and my family together mm -hmm. in, in Arizona, and I look forward to all the crazy dishes that I make, and and their sense of anticipation um, that. Uh, people are going to taste the things that that they're going to taste and we actually make little contest out of who cooks the turkeys and what the rub is going to be and all of that mm -hmm. so when I think about what can I replace that with um, I start thinking about maybe different opportunity to to and a different choice that I can sit down and and maybe now challenge the next generation of my nieces and my nephews who are all in their 20s and their 30s maybe have them take over the cooking mm -hmm. and come up with recipes instead of us, the older generation, being in control, allowing them to yeah. start passing the torch of carrying the tradition of, of the holidays. And the key is to start thinking about it now. Thanksgiving yes. is so close mm -hmm. already. And if you're not ready for it, I mean, you could be very disappointed. I mean, I'm going to be working Thanksgiving night, as I always do, because I'll take the hol Christmas off. But, you know, for so many families, Thanksgiving trumps Christmas Yes. And Hanukkah and New Year. It's like yeah. that one time where everybody can get together. Yeah. And this year they're not going to be able to do it. So they're recommending all sorts of things like um, attending, you know, uh, virtual cookie swaps or recipe swaps, mm -hmm. which, of course, isn't the same. But, you know, in, in this world where we've kind of gotten a little more used to Zoom mm -hmm. and speaking on, on video conferencing, FaceTime and whatnot, it may fill a little bit of that hole, a little bit of that gap that this year, sadly, we're not going to be able to to go full speed ahead. Well, I think you also mentioned that even the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade right. is going to be virtual, right? They're saying, yeah, 10 virtual parades this year um, is, is another one of those things, or mm. a virtual ball drop on New Year's Eve, which is going to be something very different as well. If you're okay in small groups, if you're a small family of four, you're going to be okay. Yeah. But those very large families, I think that's the ones, those are the ones that are going to really yeah, like see mine. the difference. Suffer, and, you know, kids remember, most. kids remember things and... Um, I think parents, if they're creative enough, like my sister did with my nephew, he's not going to think this birthday was any different than any other, you know? Correct. And I also think that there is valuable lessons to be learned when things are not exactly the way you expected them mm -hmm. or, or the things go as they've always gone because that's the nature of life. And I think it is important for parents to very proactively teach their kids how to handle change and disappointment and um, danger that is implicit in, in going out and not being properly socially distanced. I mean, kids hear it, whether they're listening or actively or not. Every, every TV station you turn on, every conversation seems to be about COVID and how do mm -hmm. we have to protect ourselves. So I think it is also a um, not only reality, but it is really good for parents to teach kids. This may not be perfect, but you still can mm -hmm. have fun and it's still meaningful and we still love you. And I think yeah. that we can take that as, as adults as well with, with each other. But you said something really important when you talked about Christmas. I am not a person that shops early. I am not because I do shop early, but the problem is I buy something for someone for Christmas and I buy it in November and I get so excited that I hand it to them <laughs> the next day and, and there, there, went goes the, the there goes the the shopping mm -hmm. early. I can't I can't hold on to things like that. 
Um, and I hate going to the post office mm-hmm. and I hate shipping things. But that is going to be what I'm going to have to do this year. So for me, I have to be very mindful of planning ahead and, yeah. and shipping ahead because and I know it's going to be a problem. Amazon Prime mm-hmm. with the two-day shipping, get on it now because that gift may not be guaranteed in two days or less. You correct, know? correct. And I think the, the more activities that we can do that takes the stress away and mm-hmm. potentially the disappointment away on top of feeling a lot of disappointment, I think we'll feel a lot better. And maybe this year, maybe these holidays will be holidays that are very, very different, but hopefully they'll be a lot less stressful in mm-hmm. the normal stress that we live through uh, in a holiday season because we are limited to, in what we can do and we're taking a different attitude to the holidays. And we've already mentioned women definitely uh, take the brunt of that mm-hmm. stress. I remember growing up, once Thanksgiving dinner was over, my dad would push away from the table. He'd go into the family room, turn on the TV, and fall asleep um, in the recliner till we served dessert. So my mom had to clean the, the table, put everything in the sink, get everything ready. It's it's God bless her. You're in, you're in charge of everything. So there's a lot of different things that we found that could help uh, make the holidays a little less stressful. Cecile, um, you mentioned to uh, focus on why we're doing things. Mm-hmm. You know, focus on food, great food that you can do for your family. Also, um, it's going to happen this year. It's a political year. Yes. But try to avoid political conversations because that could really fire up a table of, of even the smallest amount of people. I think that's a really smart uh, idea. I think mm-hmm. uh, we're, it's really great advice. We're, what, seven days away uh, or something like that? From, a week from... From the election. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so from today. We know, we are going to know what the results are hopefully mm-hmm. we're gonna we are gonna have some idea all of the campaigning god willing will be behind us and and we'll be hopefully in a in a place where we at least know where we're heading mm-hmm. and your advice is really sound because what again what we're saying is choose your thoughts choose the actions that you take allow yourself that gift of really connecting with people out of love and out of sharing um, mm-hmm. time with people that matter to you. Obviously, if you've gathered around a table or gathered around Zoom, these people are important to you and choose to create positive memories for even if it's just for one hour and choose not yeah. to engage, to avoid those hot topic buttons at least for an hour or yes. so, right? While you're having dinner. Yes. Well, another important thing is uh, people need to find time to relax as mm-hmm. well, right? Uh, we've talked about that, having mm-hmm. time for ourselves, having time to just spend even alone before things really start uh, ramping up. And most importantly, I tell this to my mom all the time, is to not to worry about things that you cannot control, mm-hmm. which my mom seems to fall yes. into that cycle all the time. She worries about things totally out of her control. And in the middle of a pandemic, when things aren't the way they normally are, like you said, doing all the traditional things you do, you can't control it, let it go, let it be, and you'll be a lot happier at the end of the night. So I think also what you're saying is mm-hmm. do less. Do less. You know, we we, are, we already feel like we're doing less, mm-hmm. but this time be intent, uh, very intentional in doing mm-hmm. less. Doing less, but do more of what really matters. Mm-hmm. Really having that conversation with that person. Mm-hmm. Not being rushed. For me, it's actually sitting down through, through a meal or even a cup of coffee instead of jumping up every... 10 seconds to check on food or do something else and really find out how everybody is doing 
through all that we've. And that's hard when you're hosting because yes. I've hosted a couple of parties and I always tell my friends, I'm a great guest, not a great host because you're running around making sure everybody's fed, everybody has yeah. a it's drink a lot of in work. their hand, pulling food out of the oven that you really don't enjoy your party at all. Well, that's true. I, I enjoy the parties because, you know, I love giving big parties, but I do absolutely get your point. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, you're stressed out, just like weddings. I, I Whenever uh, there's a, a young bride, I always give them an advice of, don't forget to eat before the wedding because you will not eat anything. <laughs> and, and you'll take that sip of champagne and then you'll be drunk after two, two sips. Um, and remember that if nobody else shows up or nothing else happens, so long as the person that you want to Mary is standing next to you and somebody with some authority to marry you as long as mm-hmm. those three people show and up that's gonna everything's happen. great right? unless it doesn't but it, that's ex- going to happen exactly <laughs> so I, it's the same here if, if we are doing less can we already choose to relax and say wow this is not going to be as stressful because I'm not going to be doing a million things mm-hmm. so what fun things could I do what, well, what exciting things? the next things. thing, right? Yeah. Relax a lot, do a lot of nothing, but also exercising, as we both know, as we all know, yes, really does help with stress and mental anxiety. And you always feel better after you mm-hmm. sweat and, and you move your body. So I'll have to bring some creativity to that because actually in, in my family, mm-hmm. we, we actually used to have a competition. We called it the Extreme Sports trophy and we have a trophy and okay. the day the day after thanksgiving when everybody would come back to my house and it was all weekend long mm-hmm. we would have an extreme sports challenge okay. we would come up with games and of course the the game became relatively easier the older the, sure. the uncles and the aunts became. became yeah yeah and, and injuries were happening i think the last one we did was kickball and we we broke off in groups and then the champion was a champion and had bragging rights for the entire year. And I actually had this massive trophy made that it was called the Munoz Family Extreme Sport Champion. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I didn't even think about that. I'm going to have to reimagine that. So maybe a game on Wii that we play virtually or maybe something where all of us can do it virtually where we still yeah, have sure. a piece of that tradition um, and still compete with each other and still connect with each other. And maybe this is the year that I learn how to do one of those PSX games, PS4, PS4, where I can do that with my with my nephews because we won't be able to do that in person. That's that's really fantastic. But you know what? You're so lucky, Cecile. You have a large family, so Mm -hmm. you have these beautiful large traditions. I come from a very small one, so just the act of us getting together um, was very special. So I think even the smaller ones, you know, as as long as they're together with their immediate family, their bubble, because you are allowed to get Mm -hmm. and gather with a certain amount of people this year as, as things you know uh carry on this year and it's it's going to be really hard for a lot of people mm-hmm. not not being able to get together travel is a lot is out of the question for mm-hmm. a lot of people already because mm-hmm. i think thanksgiving is one of the busiest travel yes. t- times of the year but a small family new traditions you can really have a lot of fun and and, and be creative with it i know um uh, some of my f- co-workers are doing the same thing with trick-or-treating they're kind of going to treat it like an easter egg hunt where they hide candy around the house. Well, tell you what, Juan, I am going to come up with something mm-hmm. very special, a very special treat that I'm going to cook this year, and I'm going to make it just for you. For me? Yes, that's and that will be <laughs> our tradition. See, no, I'm excited yeah, about that. Yeah, see, because I, I want you to feel, and it's going to be something Cuban, because I know you're Cuban, so mm-hmm. I'm going to have to 
dust off that cookbook and it's going to be something that'll make you feel that your family's here with you oh, since they can't so be nice. of course these are the wow. things that we can do and you're important to me so I want to start a tradition just for us now you're starting something that you may have to carry on <laughs> for many years ahead that's okay. it will be my great pleasure my to goodness. think back well, hopefully one year I can join your family in Yuma because it really sounds so fantastic to be around so many people uh, gathered around I've done it a few times with friends families and I always get a lot of joy out of that because like I was saying I grew up with a very small family it was six of us total when everybody was there it so, is loud yeah. it is crowded and tell you what if we do if I don't go to Yuma just myself and I'm here and I zoom in then I'll have to bring you in when you're not uh, anchoring the show right, to, to zoom working. in with the family and you can join on, mm -hmm. on our activities as well mm -hmm. And, you know, talking about traditions, even at work, they'll bring in a turkey loaf. It's not a <laughs> real turkey, but it's a loaf. It's something that, that, that resembles that turkey. And all the sides. And that's kind of become our tradition. Like, it's, it's we even say to ourselves, that's not too bad. we got to work Thanksgiving, but we'll have Christmas off uh, down the line because mm -hmm. we, we each have to pick, like, what we would work and not work. And i rather work um, Thanksgiving and have Christmas off. Um even the simple tradition of mm -hmm. that turkey loaf and all the sides, it's kind of something to look forward to. So it's just, I guess, the way you look at things, right? You know, Juan, you are so on point mm -hmm. with that. And I think that that is what we really wanted to share with our listeners, that yeah. it is about our attitude. Mm -hmm. We can control our attitude. Mm -hmm. Look, we know that it's going to be different. We know that we won't be able to gather. We know that our traditions that we love and value won't happen this year because mm -hmm. we're in a pandemic. So make a plan. Choose to be positive. Choose to recognize that because it is not going to be what we always have it be, that we're going to make it special by coming up with creative ideas of how we make this year special. What new tradition? What positivity can we mm -hmm. bring? How can we help others? How can we show the people that matter to us how much we love them and, and allow that to be what we remember about this year. But I know we're, we're choosing to think about all the, the lighter things and mm -hmm. the positive things. Yeah, even outside the pandemic, we know that the holidays are a really rough time mm -hmm. for a lot of people. Um, so in the coming days, we wanna bring back our friend, LA psychotherapist, John Silimparis. He has some great tips on how to deal with this very stressful time within a pandemic and I know the last time he was here he gave us a lot of great tips yes so hopefully he'll be doing that as well this time around so helpful so that we can think back at 2020 and as hard as it's been we were able to make the best of it because we were mindful and present and took control of our very own lives and that'll bring us to the end of yet another podcast thanks so much for listening to ends with Z we'll be back next week with another episode in the meantime, make sure to subscribe at www.endswithz.com to get the latest updates from us. Email us with questions or show suggestions. We'll be happy to hear from you. Also, follow us on Instagram for tips and insight as well. Until next week, for Cecile Munoz and executive producer Sean Moe, I'm Juan Fernandez. Have a great day because above all else, you matter.